Hello, welcome to another episode of The Daily. Jan is here. For each of us, there are different things we look forward to as we get up every morning. Although some days I know we might feel some dread for various reasons. But I hope you got up today feeling rested, at peace, and grateful. This verse from Colossians chapter 3 comes to mind. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let the message of Jesus our Lord dwell among us richly as we teach, as we spur each other on. With all wisdom from the Spirit, whether through songs, prayers, when we meet up or in our phone conversations. Let gratitude in our hearts for God and each other be stirred up. And I pray that whatever you do today, in word, deed, as you go about your errands, your family, your work or school, or both, that we do everything in the name of Jesus, with thankfulness, with joy and hope and faith within, in all circumstances. In our spiritual formation, we often identify worship, scripture reading and reflection, corporate prayer, fellowship with church community, and so on, as keystone habits for all disciples. I'm sure very few would dispute that these are essential to our Christian growth. With regard to our fellowship with church community, or even in any healthy relationship really, it would be good to zoom in on the practice of joy and celebration. I believe in the bonding power of joy and the grace of God we can experience when we simply enjoy laughter and celebration with others. Last week, our son lost an accessory for one of his toys that he had just received as a gift. The toy, which is a robot, had a couple of pieces of weaponry detachable, very small in size, which equals easy to drop and hard to find, right? For a couple of days, he was sad and we were sad along with him because he really liked that toy. Then two days ago, we were out with the kids for an outing and as we were getting out of the car, all of a sudden he shouted, Daddy, Mommy, I found it, I found the blaster. And he proceeded to reenact the steps that led him to find this tiny little object that was almost concealed under the floor mat of the car, he proudly showed us the thing and beamed with delight. We couldn't help but rejoice with him. So we all headed to breakfast that morning in a celebratory mood. It was a good time and it made the food taste better too. Some months ago when we were going through our Emotionally Healthy Spirituality series, I recall Pastor Andre speaking about the discipline of celebration. Maybe some of you remember that as well. It really challenged me. I think it was a timely word I needed to hear and respond to God about at that time. So for a few weeks after that, I committed to two things. One, whenever we went into the lift with our kids, we would do what we call the elevator dance. We live on the ninth floor, which is a pretty short lift ride. But hey, I mean, it's still enough time for a short but fun jiggy, you know? No particular point to it, really, except to just dance like silly for a few seconds. The kids enjoyed it, I think, although I wondered if it was because mommy hardly did spontaneous things like that with them, so they just wanted to be supportive, maybe? I didn't ask. The second thing 
was I made a little wallpaper for my mobile phone that had one word on it, celebrate. That really helped remind me of the message. Actually, the most repeated command in the Bible is to be joyful, be happy. Did you know that? Yes, I mean, there are many teachings about so many things, like how we ought to live, make our days count, and to approach God with awe and reverence. We know more than ever before, in these days, there is so much that we are up against as people who seek to live holy lives, to not be conformed to the patterns of the world, people who want to care for the things that God cares about. And while we do that, and want to be serious about these many things, we are purposeful, intense, passionate about righteousness and justice, and wanting to make a difference, and being a countercultural people. But we're also called to be a people who are filled with joy. Psalm 95 kicks off with a vibrant, resounding invitation to God's people. And in verse 1, it says, Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Verse 2 goes on, Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. Think on the richness of what is described here. Imagine with me an atmosphere of God's people coming together with enthusiasm, loud joyful shouts, noisy chattering, the lifting up of voices at the top of our lungs, very lively atmosphere, people celebrating, praising God for who He is and all He has done, music that is full of life, exuberant, feet tapping, hands clapping, spirit lifting, hearts bursting. That's how I picture it. That is, in fact, how the psalmist is calling the community of God's people to engage in worship. To cultivate joy and celebration can seem counterintuitive for many of us. Yet we understand that the joy of the Lord is not merely a certain mood or a sensation. It's more than that. It's a choice to live in what Dallas Willard calls a pervasive, constant, and unending sense of well-being that flows from vision, peace, righteousness, and hope. Now that is pure joy. That is the joy that God intends for His people to know. It doesn't mean we don't carry ourselves with seriousness when the occasion calls for it, of course. Nor does it mean we don't experience hardship or tragedy as any other person does, or treat someone else's trials as trivial or inconsequential. But is that God wants his people to know as truth of conviction and as a shared experience in worship, a sustained, robust kind of joy we can only have in him, even in the face of challenge, grief, or suffering? Oh come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. We can experience this joy together based on the reality of the kingdom that is both the already and the not yet. He has been the rock of our salvation. Therefore, we can celebrate. At the same time, He is to be the rock of our salvation. Therefore, we choose to celebrate by faith. Our worship is contingent on Him. And every time we come together, whether in person or, you know, virtual LG meetings or prayer gatherings or during our online service, it is a priority 
and value to which we want to align our habits to celebrate, to practice joy in our lives. These past three weeks, I've noticed that God has been helping me to lighten up more. And by that, I mean enjoy more moments of humor. I say I've noticed because it's not really a conscious thing I was trying to do, as in try to laugh more. No, but what I did do consciously was pray for God to give me joy. And so I sincerely believe God helped me laugh more, that he answered that prayer, which is great. I love it. I think somehow I haven't been laughing as much as I used to. I don't know if any of you can identify with that. So I've been having more joke times with the family and laughing more during, you know, while I do work or while playing or with my LG in our chat group. We've been laughing more too, sometimes at really silly jokes. And that's partly what made me reflect a bit about joy here. All that to say, I'm grateful for funny, hilarious moments of joy and sharing that with people who know how to enjoy a good laugh. As we navigate these coming days, we don't take lightly that there is much to reckon with in terms of what's, what lies ahead for us, for our loved ones, for society, for humanity. But knowing that God intends for joy to be a hallmark of his people, even in the midst of much uncertainty, and that he calls us to be a community that demonstrates enthusiastic, fun-loving life together in Christ, so that others will know we are his disciples, that even in the face of pressures and hardships, there are bubbles still in us, a robust, defiant, indestructible joy that he empowers us with by his spirit that dwells within us. When we come together, we can appropriate, um, we can experience this in our worship, our prayer, our discussions, whenever a handful of us meet. We sing to the Lord, make a joyful noise, give an affirming word or a pat on the shoulder, share a testimony or a lame joke, have a good laugh, celebrate. There is no better expression of this than when we gather as community in Jesus' name, our life together as church. Perhaps it's apt to quote Tim Keller here, who says that while other worldviews lead us to sit in the midst of life's joys, foreseeing the coming sorrows, Christianity empowers its people to sit in the midst of this world's sorrows, tasting the coming joy. On that note, I would like to invite you to spend a few moments to pray reflectively using this short prayer from Romans 15 verse 13, which goes like this. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let's quiet down and I invite you to close your eyes to shut out any distractions. For this prayer I will repeat phrase by phrase and as we go along Ask the Holy Spirit to help focus your thoughts and guide your reflection to each repeated phrase. May the God 
dear Father God, our Lord, our Maker, the Creator and Sustainer of all, you alone are my God. May the God of hope. You are the God who, in the midst of despair, discouragement, and darkness, shine the light of hope. You are my God of hope. Only you can give me real hope. May the God of hope fill you God, you not only want to give me a small bit or a sliver or a crumb, but you want to fill me. You want to fill my heart and my whole entire being. May the God of hope fill you with all joy. God, fill me with joy that is full, lavish, overflowing. I acknowledge that the joy I get from other sources, people or things, do not last. I desire the joy that you give, that does not waver, no matter the circumstances or feelings. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. God, as you fill me with joy, fill me also with your abiding peace. A peace that anchors my soul, that surpasses all understanding. I ask for your joy and peace that gives me strength and perseverance and vision. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Let my heart hold fast to you, Lord, to your steadfast goodness. I choose to believe you and your promises. Keep me steady in my faith when I worship, when I pray, when we gather in your name. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, God, your spirit empowers me to taste of the blessedness of those who trust in you. I need you, Lord. It's by your power. Apart from you, I can do nothing. You give counsel, comfort, and courage and you produce joy in me that I otherwise cannot have. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound. Father, you are so generous in giving good gifts to your children you give in full and abundance. You freely give every spiritual blessing, 
above all that we can ask or imagine. You give in order that I may abound. So I receive all that you are giving me right now. And I thank you so much, Lord. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. I receive this grace of abounding in hope today, a hope that rests on you, the God of hope, a hope that even in my dark days still remains, that even when my heart and my flesh may fail, Sustain the joy of my salvation in you, Lord, I ask. God, you teach and remind us so often in Scripture to be a people of joy. And even now in this season of reset and renewal, we give thanks for your invitation to yet rejoice in you our hope, our source, our all. God, we want to worship you, sing and make music from our hearts with thanksgiving, new songs, laughter, share life together and grow in faith as a community with a joy that is of you, empowered and sustained by your spirit, a joy that does not shrink in growing darkness but is life-giving and dispels fear and anxiety in your presence. We pray that as we go about the rest of our week, let this joy be present in our conversations, our endeavors, our mealtimes, our life rhythms, our relationships. We ask all of this in Jesus' name, Jesus, our ultimate joy. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Daily. You have a great day. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.